With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And somebody check on the NHL, the NBA, and college hoops because they're on life support. That football freight train that continues to dominate the news cycle, the NFL, of course, college football. As we welcome you in, we're just 48 hours out from wildcard weekend, but the drama that surrounds the sport continues to dominate. An end of an era in the NFL, or eras, plural, Carroll out, 72. Belichick out, 71. We'll get to him. It looks like Bill Belichick has a destined spot. It might already be signed and delivered. I'll tell you where it is coming up next. And then college football-wise, 72-year-old Nick Saban, while we were doing sharp money yesterday, he decided to call it quits. And the generational chasm has never been more apparent and on full display. While we'll give you the sound coming up in just a little bit here on sharp money, Bill Belichick check was droning on about his time and genuflecting about the Patriots. Dan Lanning was dropping hype videos at Oregon announcing he's sticking around with the university. So like you have this generational gap that's going on right now. And Greg Popovich, the next move is yours at 74. And again, I'm not an ageist, no matter what people think, but there is certainly a gap here where social media was dominated today by Lane Kiffin, Dan Lanning, and those like literally Lanning dropped the hype video saying he's not going anywhere. Cause Alabama obviously was part of the conversation there. And, then you had on the other side, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick and Nick Saban comporting themselves very differently. And it's, there's nothing wrong with either side. I just, the optics were interesting today as it's not just a new era, but we turned the chapter and we turned the pages on some of the stalwarts, frankly, that have been in our lives forever as we welcome in a couple of guys that we're just so blessed to have in our lives. Of course, live from downtown Las Vegas, Amal Shaw and Dustin Sweetelson at the D. Uh, we've had an opportunity, and we've got, we've got a ton of news to get to, Amal Shaw, but we've had an opportunity to kind of let it all marinate and sink in what's been happening over the last 24 hours. What are your thoughts? 
You know, the Alabama one comes obviously as a surprise. Nick Saban was still doing extremely well. This is a team that hasn't lost three games since 2010. They've been right there on the cusp of another national title uh, this year. Came up short in overtime. Uh, so it, came, it caught me a little bit by surprise. But then again, it's 72 years old. And I, Patrick, I really believe that what transpired in college football with NIL and the transfer transfer portal and the challenges that are faced in coaching now is going to cause some people maybe potentially to walk away sooner than they may have in the past or maybe look towards the NFL and I think that's why you've seen Nick Saban decide to step away. Yeah, the football freight train, Saban and college football, Dustin Sweetles, the big guy who's been working his butt off. We had a great town hall meeting with DraftKings and VEASAN today, and the whole entire time, the big guy was freaking out because he needed to get to the D to cut up Bill Belichick's sound. Now, the issue with cutting up Bill Belichick's sound is you also have to drink some caffeine. You feel me, big guy. Well, Bill Belichick tried to be a human being for about, I think it was a five-minute press conference. We got about... I haven't seen this many cameras since we signed Tebow. Well, there goes... The, the delivery we don't need, we don't need to was, play. Not it was not exactly Dave Chappelle. <laughs> we don't need to play the first clip because uh, that was the first clip because that was the best moment of the press conference because, to be honest, I listened to the five-minute press conference twice to try to find something that stood out to me, but I do think we need to hear from him at some point uh, to start this show. This, for me, guys, is weird. I'm a little bit younger than both of you. I'm 38. We'll be 39 uh, in about a month and a half here. And, no, this is one of those things where it's like I've just known Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban in my football life for so long. And now we're going to have a season in 2024 without all three of them. Not that I really think about Pete Carroll. I really should have even mentioned him in the same sentence as the other two. Do you think but, they think of you? Because you're making it about you. Do you think they thought what you would feel like when they retired? But this is the first moment. Well, I'm sure I'm sure they did. They factored in. Dustin's not 40 yet. Maybe we'll push till he's 40. But then they thought there's no guarantee based on the way he eats that he's going to actually get to 40. My point is. I don't really have a point. My point is. <laughs> I didn't think so. That's why I was trying to help out. But go ahead. Keep plowing through. My point is, it's just, I've, I've known this my entire life. These guys have been there since I was a child, knowing that right. I was going to watch them on Saturdays and Sundays. And, like, it's all over. It's just done. It, no, and I'm just having fun with you. You're right. It is weird. It really is because it all came as like this confluence. The three of the biggest names over the past 25 years are just, they're gone. Now, I will say this, and we're going to get to Wild Card Weekend. We've got a bunch of guests. Uh, I, give the, I give the big guy trouble, but he's been booking his butt off and working his ass off today, so we give him credit there. I will say this. Cleveland's dropped from two and a half at DraftKings down to two. That is going to be the first game of the weekend, and that's blanketed. So it looks like some Houston money coming in right now. Just quickly run this, and then we'll get back to the drama. Miami, Kansas City, that is also dropped down. We got the five yesterday. We're back down to four and a half at DraftKings with Kansas City favored. Pittsburgh and Buffalo. I think this would shock most people, boys. This has dropped down to nine and a half at DraftKings. I don't see it. I don't understand how you can back the Steelers without not only their best player, but the arguably the best defensive player, along with Miles Garrett and all of football. Green Bay at Dallas, that is also dropped. Look, some of these dogs are getting some love. There's a big distinction in the market between seven and seven and a half. And now we're looking at seven. The Cowboys were seven and a half yesterday. So if you like the Packers, yesterday was the time to bet it. If you like the Cowboys, you come back on that second key number in NFL betting. The Rams at Detroit, that is also dropped down to three. Detroit, that is the key number. Probability-wise, that's where the number is going to land the most 
in these football games, of course, and the Lions are sitting three. It was three and a half. Philly at Tampa Bay. You also saw some three and a halves, and it's now Philly laying three at the Buccaneers on Monday night. Just quickly, boys, we won't get into the breakdowns of the matchups because we have plenty of time for that over the next three hours here on Sharp Money. Are we surprised that essentially every single game the dogs are getting bet overnight here into Sharp Money, Amal? You know, for me, outside of the Miami game, I'm not really that surprised on the rest of the games. Houston's at home. They've got Stroud back in this matchup. Buffalo, it's a big number in the postseason. Weather could be a factor having to cover double digits in that particular spot. I might be in the minority here. We've talked about how well Dallas has played at home, but the way Jordan Love is playing, I don't think you can count out this Green Bay team. Uh, Jones at the tailback position could present some challenges for that Dallas defense. I think the Rams are probably the one team that if you're looking at a money line bet of any of the underdogs this weekend, will probably be one a lot of people are on. And then the Philly-Tampa one, you look at Philadelphia over the last six games. They've lost five out of six. They've struggled. They haven't done anything that makes you confident in them going on the road despite the fact they're playing Tampa. Dustin, I will say, I'll disagree and say I'm shocked. Like, uh, I am shocked Dallas didn't get bet up to eight. I am shocked the Buffalo didn't get bet up to 11. Like, the idea that anybody's backing Pittsburgh, who's just, it feels like they're happy to be there with Mason Rudolph, and Dallas, who's been dominant at home, Green Bay getting love. I will say I'm a little surprised by this. I bet Pittsburgh on Tuesday when it got up to 10. I love Pittsburgh. I, I love them so much that if I were to stand up, we would have to transition this program to Cinemax at 2 a.m. That's how offensive hey. I love Pittsburgh. I, I've been watching them closely since Mason Rudolph took over. I know the weather is going to impact throwing the football, which I actually think plays right into what they want to do, right into their strengths. Actually could help mitigate the loss of <coughs> T.J. Watt to a degree on that pass rush because if the weather is so bad, not sure teams are going to be able to uh, – Buffalo's going to be able to drop back and just chuck the ball. So – from my perspective, I think the weather, the situation, and the number is just too big for a playoff game. With Mike Tomlin as a dog, things have been going way too well for Buffalo, and we know how things go in the NFL. The second you start succeeding doing things, they've done that since they made the change at offensive coordinator. Now Pittsburgh's going to dissect it and pick it apart. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to win the game, but I love them catching 10. Okay, boys, so here's what we're going to do. Obviously, we just set up the matchups for Wild Card Weekend. We've got plenty to do on those games, including some more nuggets when it comes to Miami and cold weather. When we return, I want to get to, it looks like Bill Belichick has a job. It's not in New England, but signed, sealed, and delivered in the new destination. When we come back, I'll tell you where it is. But right now, 25% the NFL franchises need a head coach. Eight job openings. Pete Carroll, Seattle. Bill Belichick, of course, New England. Mike Vrabel, R.I.P. Dustin, uh, Tennessee. And there's rumors as to why Vrabel lost his job in Tennessee, and I freaking love it. Ron Rivera, the commanders. Ron Rivera was surprised he was there. Arthur Smith, the Falcons. Brandon Staley, of course, the Chargers. Josh McDaniel. Seems, he seems fun. The Raiders and Frank Reich. Sorry, Dustin. The Carolina Panthers. Those are the jobs that are open. A little snicker from the big guy. He finally got over Frank Reich losing his job, a.k.a. Billy Walsh. Um, we're going to rank the jobs as well. So the darling of the ball right now, if you want to put it that way, is Ben Johnson, right? I think we all agree Ben Johnson is going to have his pick. He can have whatever he wants. Outside of Harbaugh, there isn't a name that carries the cachet as the offensive coordinator there with the Lions right now. So in the first hour before we start diving into the guests, let's rank them. 
Like if you were a head coach and the two of you believe you're smart enough to be a head coach, this should be a fun practice for the two of you. I know I'm a donk. Okay. I know D O N K over here, but I'm all Dustin. That's another level. And you can check out uh, the VEASAN bets over at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. They've been killing it lately, so I can't argue with them. But when we come back, we're going to rank the jobs and let you know where Bill Belichick is off to. I will say this about Bill Belichick and the organization that could be adding him as the head coach. Be careful. Be really careful. Because that is a big-time persona and a big-time aura coming to your city, coming to your organization. Bill Belichick is going to dwarf the players. He's going to dwarf the general manager. He's going to dwarf the owner, and he's going to dwarf the organization. He's just bringing this energy that may not be what you're expecting, and he's bringing a vibe that is a guy that's won six rings, and now he's coming to you. All right? All I'm saying... This organization that looks like they're adding Bill Belichick, and we're going to talk about it next. Be careful. Sharp Money. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Look, I've been shocking the daily newsletter since I started here. I, I'm one of those people that like structure, so and I like routine. So when I wake up, one of the first things, I'll let the dog out, shout to Jeezy, and then I'll go straight to the daily, the VEASAN Daily with Bill AD at the helm. 
And, and today, there was a lot of recap about including Fezzik, some good quotes from Fezzik about contests. It's just, it's tremendous. It's like one of those things where everything can feel scattered in the betting space. Like, did you know Donkic isn't playing tonight and the Knicks are as hot as anybody? You can find all that information at VEASAN Daily for free every single day. Shout to Dustin's Knicks, by the way. I'm on them tonight. Randall's up to four and a half on the assist. You can find that at VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Our latest podcast links to everything. What, what are you laughing at? I don't. I didn't even say anything funny. What's, I, the, what's the so Knicks, funny, big guy? The Knicks make me happy. The OG era is off to a five and zero start, so I bet them to win the East yesterday at eleven to one. Mister Future, that's Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher, of course. Amal Shaw in tow. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Got a great show ahead for, ahead for you. I mean, literally, it's this is just like you wake up and it's like it, the content presents itself to you. And Bill Belichick, we're going to hear from Bill Belichick at his. I guess, as he bid adieu to New England after 24 season, an unmatched run, to be fair, six Super Bowl rings. You know, the symmetry is quite interesting with Saban and Belichick being good friends. We've seen documentaries of the two together and the six national championships for Nick Saban as well. Uh, But he loses the New England job with 15 wins to go. He's 15 wins shy of breaking the all-time record. We know Bill Belichick wants to break the record. We know the history of the NFL matters to him all. And I teased it, so I'll pay it off. Arthur Blank apparently is obsessed with Bill Belichick. Arthur Blank, the last time I checked, runs the Atlanta Falcons. He is Mr. Home Depot, bought the Falcons, got rid of Arthur Smith, and it looks like it's signed, sealed, and delivered that Bill Belichick is going to head to Atlanta. That's what we're hearing. And again, I just want to caution. To pretend like Bill Belichick isn't a great coach is haphazard, and it's short-sighted, and frankly, it's just not true. Like, we can talk about his record without Brady. That doesn't mean he's not a brilliant football mind and football person. But I would say this to Atlanta and Arthur Blank. You're going to be dwarfed. Your fans are going to be dwarfed. It's not going to be about the Falcons anymore. This is going to be about Bill Belichick at 72 years old. That's all. So, again, if that's something that interests you, then go ahead, grab Bill Belichick. Don't give him personnel control because he definitely stinks at that. But give him coaching control and see what happens. Just remember, a lot is coming with it. That is a huge Amal aura coming with Bill Belichick as the GOAT. No question about it. And it's interesting that they would decide to make this move, particularly in Atlanta. I, I just didn't see it from a personality standpoint. You've got a lot of young players. You've got a team that seems like they are quarterback away from being very competitive in a weak division. I would have thought when you look at the openings around the National Football League that Atlanta would not have been on that list. I mean, they've got Desmond Ritter right now and Taylor Heineke, who's under contract for another year. Ritter is also under contract. They're going to have to get a quarterback if they're going to do anything because even as well as Belichick's defenses have performed, if they don't have a signal caller that's more efficient and effective, they're going nowhere fast. Okay, let me be very clear. This isn't official news. I'm just saying that I think it's going to happen for sure. Kind of not official. It hasn't been announced. But, big guy, you're smiling because I'm sure you've heard the same. And many are reporting it's kind of a done deal. It's not necessarily going to happen. But right now, the landing spot for Bill Belichick looks to be Atlanta. Nothing official. It's a perfect spot for him, though, if you think about it. Because Desmond Ritter right now is QB1 in, in Atlanta. And what does Bill Belichick love to do? Prove that he's smarter than everyone else. So I'm sure he's looking at that situation going, you know what I'm going to do, guys? 
I'm going to run it out there with Desmond Ritter and prove I can win with the worst quarterback we've ever seen just get handed a starting job in the NFL. No, I, as someone who has an affinity for the city of Atlanta, I moved there in 2003, this would be oh. a horrendous decision for that franchise. They need someone innovative. They see, need someone new age. They need someone that's going to elevate the talent on that roster. You don't just go get the name because of what he's accomplished already. And I understand it's the most we've ever seen a head coach accomplish in the NFL. You go get someone who can make your team better. I don't believe Bill Belichick makes that team better. The I mentioned earlier, fellas, and we talked about it a little bit during the break because we're going to get to what happens with Alabama. Nick Saban announcing his retirement yesterday. The name that was at the top of the list or near the top of the list, of course, was Dan Lanning, the young 36-year-old with Oregon. He dropped a hype video announcing he wasn't going to Alabama and he was staying. That's leverage. That's smart. But to me, Amal, it kind of showed off that generational chasm with Saban stepping down. Now, will it be Lane Kiffin? Will it be Sarkeesian? Will it be Dabo? We don't know the answer. But with Saban stepping down and Carroll stepping down and Belichick stepping down, it does feel like there's a, there's a parsement here of old school and new school, and it's on full display on social media. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. You look at Dan Lanning, what is he, 37 years old, going to be 38, I believe, in April. Nick Saban, you mentioned it. He's been around for a long time. You go back to Toledo, Michigan State, and then, of course, uh, in the NFL and then back to college. But I, I think these teams, to a certain extent, are going to get a little bit younger when you're looking at coaches and trying to relate to players, whether at the collegiate level or at the NFL level. And that's why Dan Lanning's name shot to the top of the list. And I think we would all agree he's a good coach. And he's youthful. So along with going out and recruiting guys that are, you know, 17, 18 years old, you want somebody that can relate to those guys. So that's no surprise he was at the top of the list. But like you said, we're not sure who's going to wind up there. But you're going to start to see teams go with these younger coordinators, guys that have had a ton of success in the NFL level as well. Shall we play? Shall we hear from Bill Belichick today saying goodbye to New England? It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Or what is, what's the quote, big guy? It's like my mom used to leave no, quotes when I go to school. I'd be like, hey, don't jump. Jump and grow your wings on the way down. Stuff like that. What's, what do you say when you're saying goodbye? No, it, no, it's not goodbye. We'll see you later. Yeah, right? we don't, yeah, we don't do goodbyes. We say we'll see you later. Or but you could, the sing. reason I bring it up because you promised me it's going to get emotional here. I believe, right? I believe there's, a, like, there's a crack. It's a very small crack, and he fills it up quickly. But I believe there is a crack in Bill Belichick here during his press conference when he's thanking the Patriots fans. You know, there's so many memories of the fans, the, the send-offs, um, the parades. Um, Ooh, the shaky. You know, whatever the whatever the situations are, um, the letters of support, uh, the you know, seeing the fans you know away from here, you know, at a gas station or a grocery store, or, you know, where you bump into them, uh, Patriot fans here, and not just in New England, but uh, they extend nationally and even internationally uh, as I've traveled. Uh, it's amazing how far the the arm reaches. We saw that this year in in Germany. So, uh, so appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me. A little that was bit. much better. Wait, hold on. Are you a robot, Dustin? Do you not know how to read emotion? The dude was essentially bawling his eyes out right there. No. That was, he was shaking all over the place. There was more emotion in that than our town hall today. Uh, you're, see, the problem is you're grading him on a scale. And he, he also even, like, he acknowledged the media. He said he, said he respected them and what they do. And I was like, mm, th your actions don't actually match up with that. There's a lot of people speaking in the media. Wait, these wait days. you're telling me you didn't, see, you didn't think he was super emotional right there? Well, I, 
that I got to hear it in a louder aspect. He was a there little emotional, go. but I don't think he I think it's because it's Bill Belichick and he lacks a lot of human emotion. Ready, here's the other clip we have from him. <laughs> Bill Belichick looking back on his career and basically just says he's thankful that he had this job and this opportunity up in Foxborough. It's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here, and uh, that's exceeded, exceeded my my wildest dreams um, and expectations. All right, that was mostly Atlanta. Atlanta, get excited. Why is it why, why is it an ageist thing? Why is it disrespectful to point out the facts of life? Like why is there so, the idea that there would be an evolution? The idea that it's just things change. Every I'm 45. I'm going to get I'm going to get aged out soon of this career. Everything it's just the way life goes. Why is it an ageist thing? Be- Belichick stopped evolving. There are 71-year-olds who evolve. He literally, the last three years, just stopped evolving. When he made the decision last year to have Joe Judge and Matt Patricia be co-offensive coordinators, he said, I refuse to bring anyone new in and any new ideas in. I only trust the ideas I know. That was conceit, Amal. You're absolutely right about that. I'll tell you what, Nick Saban evolved. Remember, Alabama was a power run team. They're going to beat you by playing defense and running the football. And then all of a sudden we saw he realized, hey, if we're going to continue to win, we've got to be able to score points. The game has changed. And Nick Saban deserves a ton of credit for evolving what the game called for. I asked Dustin today on the phone, this isn't me being sarcastic or passive aggressive. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, and again, they haven't hired Bill Belichick. That's just my assumption. Right now, would you take Nick Saban to run the Falcons or Bill Belichick them all? I would take Nick Saban. About, I, 10 out of 10. It's not, like, I wouldn't even close. think. Well, I just I, think he's, I know it's crazy. I think he's the better coach. I think he's going to relate to the players better. Yeah. Bill Belichick, feel free to, hold on, feel free to call in to Sharp Money, Bill, if you have an opinion on what we're discussing right now. We'd love to have you. That would be big news. Yeah, but if that However, happened, we wouldn't get Bill Belichick doing the dirty bird, and that's what everyone wants to see. We've got ranking the jobs next. <laughs> this is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Quiet on set. Tom Brady has spoken. Today, Bill Belichick said goodbye to the New England Patriots, and I have right in front of me Tom Brady's goodbye to Bill Belichick. Here he goes. I'm incredibly grateful to have played for the best coach in the history of the NFL. He was a great leader for the organization and for all the players who played for him. We accomplished some amazing things over a long period of time, many of which will be hard to replicate. He worked every day to help us achieve the ultimate goal in the ultimate team sport. And was this written by chat GPT? And although we were successful, some of the greatest lessons I learned were in the moments where we faced the most challenging adversities. This is the worst goodbye ever. Does he even, does he even know Nick Bill Belichick? He set the tone for the organization to never falter in the face of adversity. You just talked about adversity. You're doubling down and to do what we could do and what was in our control, which was to go out and do your job. I could never have been the player I was without Coach Belichick. I am forever grateful, and I wish you the best of luck in whatever you choose next. I'm going to need a second. (laughs) 
That's all. Uh, you know what that sounds like? Tom Brady to the Falcons. <laughs> One more run. Brady was driving his Tesla to go pick up Bradley Cooper's ex and was talking into chat GPT. Goodbye message to Bill. <laughs> what Bill? Doesn't matter. Just somebody named Bill. That's basically what that was. He coached football. That's it, right. Yep. It's it's pretty evergreen. Do we do we think that this was written ahead of time in like the notes app like two, three years ago? And he's been sitting there going, Man, I left and he keeps losing. I've been waiting to run this message out, just waiting to throw it out there, and it's been evergreen ever since. It's been good to go. I think this is I think this was written for either when President Carter died or when Bill <laughs> Belichick retired. <laughs> just whichever came first. It's just such an innocuous message that it's like you, you put one foot in front of the other and oh. you just do your job. <laughs> anyway, boys, uh, let, I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, uh, VEASAN, the Esports Betting Network. So I mentioned eight jobs are open, 25% of the league. Let's rank the jobs. Now, everything's equal. Don't get into a semantics. You two love semantics. We're not doing semantics. I'm just giving, we're just going to rank the jobs. You're a head coach. You're picking the job. Let's start with number eight. What is the worst job? We've got Seattle, New England, Tennessee. Washington, oh. Atlanta, the Chargers, the Raiders, and Carolina. For Fellas, me, let's do this all together. What's the worst job on the list? For me, it's Tennessee. You don't have a quarterback. The situation right now is not great. And you're going in a division against quarter, <laughs> three teams with a number one, a number two, and a number four overall quarterback, at, uh, a player at quarterback. Uh, maybe I, I'm a psycho and my ego likes the Tennessee job because it's a complete rebuild. Pressure's off early. Don't have the quarterback, can find your own guy. Bring in a veteran if you don't like the people in the draft this year. I think Carolina, because you have to be tied to Bryce Young, and it has nothing to do with Bryce Young, even though he looked horrible his rookie year. I just don't like having to be linked to a number one pick. Also, the owner is a psychopath. I'm going to say I'll be the arbiter here. Carolina, eight, because the owner factor, Tennessee, is number seven as far as worst jobs. So those two are out. You have Seattle, New England. Washington, Atlanta, the Chargers, and the Raiders, boys. Let's let's just keep workshopping this together. Next up, worst job. I'm going to say the Washington Commanders, and I know that comes as a bit of a surprise. The reason why I say that is when you get down past uh, Carolina and uh, Tennessee, you've got a new ownership group. They've spent six-plus billion dollars on it. There's going to be a need to win and win quickly. I don't think you're going to have much margin for error there. You've got to perform, and it's got to be out of the block. Yeah, and and the NFC East is a huge factor there. You've got you got to deal with two franchise quarterbacks already there with Hurts and Prescott. The Giants potentially could get better. I, that that's a tough job, and the pressure is on there. That market, the Commanders run that city. Okay, I'll I'm not going to argue. That was consensus. So of the eight openings, you've got Carolina last, Tennessee second to last, Washington is next. Are we going to argue that the Raiders got to come next? Uh, it is. Again, it's an organization. Talk about not having a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They've got some talent. Uh, it, it's kind of a laughing stock as far as an organization. Uh, would you guys argue with it? We could. I'm open to debate here. No, I, I would put the Raiders right up there. The, uh, I mean, they're both, to me, them and New England right now are both challenging spots. The Neither Ross teams have a quarterback. Ooh, New yeah. England's a good it, Yeah, It's just there's so much more cachet. Uh, what do you think, big guy? Um... 
I think I would go New England there, but I, I think the case okay. for, for the Raiders, though, the roster is really bare. I mean, yeah. we're talking a, a legit receiver, a legit pass rusher, like one solid old lineman. Like, no, and also factor in the I division. think you got to trade Crosby, and I think you got to trade the receiver. Yeah. I think you have to move on from your two big-time players. But, I and genuinely then, believe that. And then you have Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes in division, Sean Payton, like – it's a tough gig. I, okay, is uh, it New England or the Raiders? Which one's worse? I mean, the other thing I'll add in, you get that no state income tax here for eight to nine games I, a year. I, I think New England's worse also when you factor in following Belichick. That's true. Okay. So good luck with that, Mike Vrabel. Not very mysterious, right? Jared Mayo is like, what happened? <laughs> Carolina, Tennessee, they we're ranking the job openings here on Sharp Money. Carolina, Tennessee from bottom up. Washington, New England, the Raiders. That leaves us with Seattle, Atlanta, the Chargers. That leaves us with those three. Who's next? I'll go Seattle three. Um, quarterback situation is a bit in flux for me. Um, Pete's had a great run. I think the players liked him overall when you look at his tenure there. So I'll go with the Seahawks, number three. They have a lot of really good defensive pieces, which is why hiring an offensive coach would make the most sense there because you could give any DC the, those those toys to play with and they'll be solid. Um, yeah, I get, and they have good weapons, good receivers. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I, Does it play into it that you're going to – just like kind of an island yeah. with maybe the most passionate outside of the Steelers fan base where I, 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 I semantics, I'm going semantics. So I'll, I'll give you guys the nod there. We'll it's, put Seattle next. It's also tough um, because you've got McVay and Shanahan in the division and they're always going to be competitive. Yeah. So then we're, we're all agreeing Atlanta than the chargers. Uh, yes, I would say yes. I actually have it flipped. I have Atlanta number one. No, that's not, no, that's incorrect. No, no, it's number one. Why? Tell us why first. Because if I'm taking a job as a head coach in the NFL, I don't want to pick up anyone sloppy seconds. And Justin Herbert is absolutely sloppy seconds. You've uh, lost your freaking mind. I, I, look, you, you, you've gone way too far with the Herbert slander these days. I, like, it's weird. No, I, it has nothing to do with Herbert. If I'm going to fail, I want to fail doing it my way with my players that I scouted from the ground up, the players that I picked piece by piece, because the odds of me keeping that job more than three years are really slim. I don't want to be tied to a guy. No, 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 that's not is. true. The Spanos family is dead. Spanos kept North Turner around. North Turner was like, you guys sure about next year? Like, I can, I can leave. And the Spanos like, you're staying. If I get a job, I want all my people, all my players, everyone who fits what I want to do. I don't want to bring in a guy. Also, they're going to have to pay Herbert, right? He's going to get a contract. That's going to play a role in your rebuild. And don't get it twisted. It is a rebuild. I, fair enough on the rebuild. A couple oh of factors God. here for me. When you look at the quarterbacks that have come out in the last five or six years and the success that they've had in years one, two, and three, I would put Justin Herbert at number two in terms of success as a quarterback that early in his career. You're also in a division with a guy who's only in his sixth year in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes, or excuse me, seventh year, who's still young. You're in a competitive division. You've got another good head coach there in Sean Payton. I, listen, well, I just gave you the numbers the other day on um, 
Trevor Lawrence, he's in his third year. He's got like, uh, what, 60 turnovers in three seasons. This guy's got 114 touchdown passes versus 42 INTs in four years, and he did it with a guy who's going to double down on a hard 19 at the blackjack table in Brandon Staley. It's more about what Atlanta offers. Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles just won the NFC South. You tell me you don't get a quarterback in there with Drake London and B. John Robinson and a defense that looked a lot better this year with Jesse Bates on the back end. You have a legit one corner in A.J. Terrell. You have a good defensive line anchored by Grady Jarrett. You can't tell me. You can win the NFC South your first year as a head coach if you just have a decent quarterback. I think it's all there in Atlanta. I don't want to deal with what, the mess that I'm walking into with the Chargers. Patrick, are you getting that quarterback at number nine in the draft? Dustin, can I ask you a question? Hmm. Are you just trying to titillate? No. No, I, I You're you're being honest. Yes, if I I, I think Herbert, talent wise, is already one of the greats. How about How could this? you pass up on an opportunity to coach a 26-year-old that is a top-five player in, at his position right now? Dean Spanos, if you're watching, I officially take my name out of the running for head coach of the Chargers. Well, we've already learned your age three different times. When your family moved to Atlanta, irrelevant. And now that you're out of the Chargers running. Congratulations, big guy. The Chargers are the most desirable job. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
On behalf of DraftKings, I'd like to officially welcome Vermont as the 37th state to legalize sports betting. I don't know what the rest of them are waiting for, but get involved. And when you do, sign up for DraftKings. Bet five bucks, get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you use the promo code Vegas. It's that simple. New customers, 200 bucks. And every day, every customer at DraftKings, a no sweat, same game parlay. DraftKings. The crown is yours. We welcome you back. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. And if you're interested in Buffalo Bill news, the best podcast available is the Cover One Buffalo podcast, and it's hosted by Greg Thompson. So he joins us now. Greg, thank you. At Greg Thompson on Twitter. Make sure you check it out. And this is – I'll just lay it out to you this way. Maybe you'd be surprised. So at DraftKings, Buffalo opened on Sunday a nine-point favorite. Immediately goes up to ten and a half. So ten's a key number in sports betting. Yesterday it was sitting ten everywhere. We've come now down at DraftKings to nine and a half. The Bills are a nine and a half point favorite. Does that surprise you that the Steelers getting a little love, Greg? So one, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I, I don't think thank it's you. crazy. The only wrinkle that I think has come to light uh, in the the recent times here is now the weather. And anytime there's the potential of, you know, a weather event in Buffalo means a significant event. Um, I don't think it's as high a likelihood as what people are throwing around. But anytime you get the potential where I'm assuming we're seeing seeing movement on the over under as well. And that if you bring that total down anything significantly, all of a sudden double digit favorites become much harder to cover because there's just not as many points for everybody. Uh, And if that's coming down overall, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't think there's anything specifically Pittsburgh driven. Maybe they think some of the recent uptick in their run game uh, production and and the rejuvenation from Najee Harris, maybe they think that'll translate better in the bad weather, but whether we get that weather or not, I still, you know, I, it's like growing up in Florida and predicting when it's going to rain, when it's going to snow in Buffalo, I'll, I'll tell you on Sunday morning. And if, could I just, sorry, yeah. I'll just follow sure. up quickly on that. Your best guess right now, Greg, at the weather come Sunday. Um, so the, the challenge we have is I'm confident there's going to be snow. We are going to have snow during the day. I think it's going to be a normal snowy day where it's snowing a little bit all throughout the day. It'll be a nice aesthetic. You'll see it on the field but not terribly impactful to the play. The challenge is uh, Lake Erie is very, very warm right now. So if they do get one of those actual lake effect snow events, it could get really bad. So there are some models that are projecting that could happen. Um, Those are historically impossible to predict the timing and the, uh, you know, aggressiveness of how well they're, how much they're going to bring. Um, but there are some models that are projecting, hey, that could happen. If it does, uh, if everybody remembers back to the Colts-Bills uh, game with LaShawn McCoy broke away and you couldn't even see the field and he's like yeah. like a little kid running through the snow, that's the kind of event that could happen if that were to line up. I don't even, I can't even begin to guess if that's a 20% chance of likelihood, 25%. That's what my gut would say. Um, but it is possible. I can't be naive and say that, no, it couldn't happen. Because I, I lived there most of my life. Of course it can happen. Greg, when you look at this Buffalo team offensively, they're playing better. They won five games in a row. How much of an impact from your perspective has the change between uh, taking over with Joe Brady and previously with uh, Ken Dorsey had an impact on this team and just as the offense, obviously? 
the hard part is the numbers will tell you not much. The numbers will say, heck, there's a plenty of advanced metrics that will say it's taken a slight step back since Joe Brady took over. I, I think what it would actually show is that the, the sequencing and the timing and the setup of what Joe Brady is doing is working. It's clicking with this offense. The balance is better. The threat of the run game allows for better uh, chunk plays. I think this last game against Miami is a really good example. It looks like 21 points, and one of those is from special teams. So, oh, that wasn't that good. Well, they put up 473 yards of offense and 26 first downs with a 96-yard punt return for a touchdown that would have been another you know, possible scoring drive. They only punted once the entire game. The turnovers are killer. You, you can't turn the ball over that many times, especially down in the end zone. So um, I think that it's been a slight positive. I, I do think it's fair that maybe some of that was Ken Dorsey being a scapegoat for some things, but I also don't think he was setting things up well. I don't think he was sequencing it in a way that was giving balance to the offense or making anyone pay attention to anything outside of the pass. And I think we've seen improvement there, um, but most of it has been recovery on the defense. It's actually improved the overall. We'll get to your prediction and we'll get to kind of the handicap. But let me ask you this, Greg, at five and five, how close was McDermott to losing this team and losing this season with all the expectations? Perilously close. Uh, and I'll use myself as an example. I am an unabashed Sean McDermott uh, supporter, advocate, and outright apologist. And I had turned the corner. I had gotten to where it was it was not calling for his job. It was not, um, you know, saying that, hey, we have to move on. But I had gotten to the point where it was, okay, if we need to make a change, we need to make a change. And the, if the going forward, you need the offensive-minded play caller to have sustainability with Josh Allen, then I'll support it. And I'll, I'll appreciate everything Sean McDermott did to turn this franchise around. But if we have to move on, we have to move on. Uh, and that was, I was as far on the other side of the spectrum as you could get. So now getting to that point, I think showed that we really had gotten our heads around, hey, maybe we have to move on. I think this turnaround has shown the sustainability of the culture that he's built and that it probably was more bad injury luck, some dumb turnovers, some, you know, maybe some decisions you want to shift. But I think that it's shown that, hey, he's the winningest coach in franchise history for a reason. They've made the playoffs in, in six out of his seven years. It's five straight here, four straight division championships, four straight double-digit win seasons. You know, there's a lot of teams who would love to have those problems. I know we've raised the bar in Buffalo beyond where it had been historically. A lot of people would like to have those problems. Greg, just to follow up on Patrick's question, if they don't reach a certain point, could he be out? I don't think there's anything on the field that could take place now that he would lose his job. You know, obviously, mm. anything can happen off the field in today's uh, day and age. I don't believe there's anything on the field here. Uh, th this weekend being a perfect example, a double-digit favorite, a team you absolutely should be. I think most people would pretty universally have Pittsburgh as the 14th team out of all 14 playoff teams. Um, if you lose to them, that's embarrassing. And as rough of an ending as you can have, I, I, I think it may trigger the hot seat next year. I do not think he would lose his job over that. Um, short of that, you know, winning a playoff game, maybe winning a couple, having a frustrating loss in the AFC championship game or the division round. Uh, again, it might spur some questions into next year, but I, I think they've now surpassed it going back, winning the division, putting together five in a row to the end of the year. 
you know, anything can happen as far as pressure or anxiety for next year. I don't believe there's anything on the field that could take place now that he would lose his job. Greg, you see the clock, two and a half minutes, so take your time with this question. It will be the last one. How does this game play out? I can't imagine a bigger miss for the Steelers than TJ Watt. He is that defense. That has to give Bills fans some confidence, no? It, it does. And, you know, again, we've spent all season being confident. Being confident isn't a problem. Uh, we have also, we lost to Mac Jones. Uh, we, we lost to the Broncos. <laughs> We lost to Zach Wilson. Like I, it, it's impossible for me to say that. Well, no, of course they're going to win. There's no chance that they could blow this game. Of course, there's a chance they could blow this game. We've blown easy, winnable games all season long. We've also destroyed the Cowboys and destroyed the Dolphins and beat the Chiefs and you know had some you know very impressive dominant wins as well. If we knew which Bills team was coming up we'd you know, be able to change everything. And I, I say it very comfortably. When the Bills play their A-plus game, they beat everyone. The Bills' A-plus game beats everyone. We just don't see it consistently enough. So, obviously, we've put together five in a row here, six out of seven. They've been in a run where we've been able to see more consistent defense. They found answers over losing some guys like Milano and, and Trey white. And they got Daquan Jones back. They put together solutions for some of those things. They've found some balance on offense. I don't think this is going to be a runaway freight train win. Of course they have that in the, in the running. I think it's going to be a bit uglier than what most people expect. I think it's going to have, you know, maybe 10, seven at halftime. I, I do probably like the under here. Um, I think we're going to see something like 23 to 10. I think that Buffalo is going to win. I think the cover will come late and will make people anxious. Uh, I don't think that they're going to jump out there and have everything under control. And I don't think 13 to 10 and a field goal as time expires is out of the running because I've just seen it too many times this season. I'll be genuinely surprised if they win, 10 points is a lot, and this weather will make it hard. That's the perfect guest spot. Great job, Greg. Cover One Buffalo Podcast. Check it out. Josh Applebaum is next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.